1: Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, featuring Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith while building a thriving business that honors Him in every way. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Show brought to you by the influencealliance.com, the business building communities for coaches and consultants who want to inspire real change with their message while build a sustainable, scalable business they love. Now, my guest today says legacy is not just what we leave, it is how we live Give and love every single day. So joining me on today's show is Kathy Keston. Kathy, she is the CEO and founder of Lion Crest Leadership. She helps motivated high achievers maximize their God-given gifts so that they can make a positive difference in the lives of others, as well as live more fulfilling and purposeful lives themselves. Kathy is also a best-selling author, a keynote speaker, a coach, a trainer, specializing in the areas of leadership. Communication and legacy. Now, on today's show, Kathy is going to share that God must be the center of all we do. She's going to be talking a little bit more about what that means. Personal growth is essential and uncomfortable at first, as well as true leadership requires intentional deep love and connection with those we serve. So, welcome to the show, Kathy.
0: Thank you, Anne-Marie. It's delightful to be here. I love this
1: topic that you're going to be talking about today. But first, before we dive in, I would love for you to
0: define Lion Crest Leadership. How did you come up with that name? Oh, wow. What a great question. So one of the things that's really important to me in the work that I do is keeping the Lord front and center in everything that I do. And So when I was thinking about the name for the business, because God gave me the gifts, I wanted to make sure that I never forgot where they came from. So Lion Crest Lion is from the Lion of Judah, which is a reference to Christ. And Crest, I chose because we're all part of the royal priesthood of believers. And that just reminds me, I'm a part of a bigger picture and the Lord is always in control. And that was why I chose that name for the business. Oh, I love that. And of course, as I mentioned in the introduction, you're really uh,
1: specializing in the area of leadership, of communication and legacy. And I love what I shared that you say, legacy is not just what we leave, but it's how we live, we give and love every day. I love that. Share a little bit more about, you know, when you see that we and we hear the, the word legacy, we often do think, it. look, it's what I'm going to leave, but it's how we live. How do you, how does that portray in your life? What do you do to intentionally do that?
0: Think Well, part of it is I try to stay in the scriptures every day so that I stay grounded and make sure that I'm praying about the people I'm going to serve that day and thinking about how to make a difference in their lives. Honestly, when I was first asked to do a presentation, a keynote on legacy, it kept coming back to me that usually we think of that as something we leave in a will. And I thought, but the time that we have to transform what that legacy looks like is right now while we're living, not after we're gone. So being very intentional for me has been a big part of that, thinking about who are the people that I want to really impact What can I do every day, even if it's a a small thing, you know, for instance, sharing my faith with my grandchildren, that's intentional. And I think about how can I do that when they're here and what kind of things can we do together? Because I want them to have that built up period of memories. That will be the legacy that I will leave. That's to me, that's much more important than any monetary gift or or, you know, land or anything that I might leave them is because we're talking about spiritual life here. That's the most important gift they'll ever have. And I think about that with my customers, too, and with the people that I interact with, whether they're vendors or team members. What is it that I can bring to them every day that's going to make their life better that day? I think of the example of the woman at the well a lot with Jesus where she comes to the well and Jesus doesn't say to her the first thing out of the gate, I'm the Christ. He first talks about water and what she needs. And I think that was such a powerful example of going to where the people are and then meeting them there and then thinking about what is, what one small thing can I do to help them. It might be something as simple as a smile. It doesn't always have to be a big grand gesture or gift. It can be something very simple.
1: I love that. and We've got Jessie Lou here. Thank you, Jessie, for being here. She says, awesome. And by the way, this is uh, a live as we are recording the audio version of the podcast. So if you've got a comment, if you've got a question for Kathy, please feel free to share. We'll uh, bring that into the show as well. As you're sharing that, one of the things that um, came up for me is, is is something that I thought just as a couple of weeks ago where I was putting together some questions for some of my clients, Kathy, and it's in the same token as what you're talking about legacy isn't just something that we leave it's actually something we should be doing each and every day very intentionally and that was some questions you know um, and this might sound a little bit morbid but go with me here the questions were you know if you had only five years to live what would you change what would be more intentional what would you be doing right now and then they were encouraged to journal that. By the way, this isn't a, a something that I came up with, but something that had been quite powerful for me working with some mentors over the years. Then there was another question. What if you only had a day? Would you do things differently? And as I was typing up those questions, I was thinking to myself, you know what, I don't think I'd do anything differently. And that's exactly what you're saying. Live every single day as if it, because you are leaving that legacy, every impact. Maybe consternation action has an impact for
0: someone and maybe lots of someone's
1: because they will go on and impact others. Yes.
0: Oh, I just love what you're saying. And that's right in line with where I where I live, too. I think it's about every day being fulfilled and living the gifts that the Lord has given us to the highest maximum potential. Right. Not only for ourselves. I'm a big believer that each of us are created with gifts that we're the best person to be in this place and time. He created us intentionally as the masterpiece for our spot. So if we're shining at our best and everyone else is shining at their best, we're all benefiting. I have a lot of gifts that I need from other people that I don't possess myself. So when we really think intentionally every day about, are we living out the gifts that the Lord gave us? Are we helping other people to live out the gifts that they have? And are we glorifying God in the process to me, that's fulfillment. And that means every day I get, if it's my last breath after the show, I feel so fulfilled and full of joy about that, that every day that comes after that is just another gift, another day to give.
1: Yeah, I love that too. And so that leads us beautifully into the first area that you wanted to talk more about, you know, God being the center and not just being the center must be at the center of all we do. Share a little bit more about this
0: yeah boy this is a this is a powerful topic um so i think it's all about understanding that we serve a great god who has given us so much and being able to put him and not able but needing to put him in the center you know praying that he's going to give me the words and the wisdom to serve the people that i want to touch to help me to see them through his eyes To understand that sometimes I need to get out of my own way and let the Lord work, that I don't always have to explain to Him how it should be and what we should do. When I get out of the way and the Lord is leading, it's just everything goes better. Doors open. I'm able to give at a higher level. I feel more joy because I don't feel the pressure of trying to carry everything myself, which I think is very typical, you know, in the world and in, in human nature to just think that we have to do all the things. So... Having the Lord front and center in everything I do is absolutely the most important part of my business.
1: One of the things that I have found with putting God at the center of all we do was really seeking Him first and being intentional in the time put aside. My mornings uh, are often where I'll do Bible study, I'll read into the Word, but I'll dive deeper into various you know Bible verses that I might have read many, many over many, many years, and think, "What does that mean?ing What 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 other things?" can I find that can just give a deeper meaning but as I started to do this and I'd love you to speak into this too because I'm sure that this has come um, apparent for you too the more we get to know him and the deeper our relationship with him he does become the center of all we do because we get more and more curious more and more hungry to know him and then that's when he really that 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 verse about you know the desires of your heart because he's knitted those into us when he's He created us and it just allows him to
0: come forward in that way. Is that what you've noticed too in your life? Yes, absolutely. And the more, I think the clearer we can think too and process because the Lord has the answers we're seeking. And sometimes if we'll just take a moment, I also do a, a morning study. And that's a part of my every morning, because I think I need to start my day that way. And then as I have time during the day, I may also do some additional looking, you know, especially if I'm struggling with a certain concept or something I'm trying to help someone with. I may go into the scriptures and look for some answers because the Lord knows about people. He understands the heart. So a lot of times there's great, there's great information in there. So I I really think that that's centrally important to everything we do. And I think sometimes as business owners, yeah, when I'll get to that when I have a bit of time, but I think this is
1: one of those um, must haves. You have to put time, you have to make time because a lot of the things that we are doing, uh, and this is what I found too, a lot of the things that we are doing, we can see that actually that's the striving, surrender. And then as you say, doors will open. Things that will
0: uh, occur that you think it can only be the, the, the hand of the Lord on this. Yes. And we, t- we hear, right? Seek, meet, seek the kingdom of God first and all these things will be added to you. I-, I think of the scripture an awful lot like an onion. And I don't know if this has happened to you, but I keep peeling off layers. And sometimes I have a verse or two that has been sitting in my mind for 20 years or maybe since childhood. And all of a sudden, someday the light bulb comes on. And you just think, oh, but I think the reason we don't get everything at once is we're not always ready. And so if we're not studying and growing, we're always going to be at the very beginning. And we're not going to get to start to have those layers open. The Holy Spirit knows it would probably blow our minds. And so he's giving us little pieces at a time. So the more we dig in, the more we study, the more we try to understand the more the Lord shines through us because we're understanding more and He's shining more in us, I think, as far as what we can put out. Yes, definitely. And, and you know, what one
1: of the things that uh, I have found to be true, and I'd love for you to share uh, some of your findings around this too, and it beautifully moves into the next point, point about personal growth is essential and uncomfortable at first because in that seeking there are often Various layers, shall I say, that the Lord wants to strip off us as well, shaping of character, and that may not always be comfortable. So let's talk a little <laughs> bit about how personal growth—it is essential, but there's going to be some uncomfortableness. There's going to be wrestling in that process too. Yes,
0: I would almost go so far to say, and Marie, that if you're not uncomfortable, I'm not sure that you're growing, and I think you need to. I will. I will honestly tell you, pretty much every day. I am uncomfortable. I'm thinking, I don't know if I can do this. I'm wrestling with all those human mental struggles we all have the imposter syndrome, and the, you know, sometimes I have this image of being six again, and just all those pieces that we struggle with. That is a part of growth. Whenever we're leaving the shore of what is normal to us today, in order to take a new step, we have to get uncomfortable. We have to go someplace we're not used to. And that is a part of the growth cycle for us. So there are so many times that the Lord is preparing us and teaching us and giving us another piece of the puzzle. And I am starting to really welcome those moments they're still scary I'm not gonna lie there are times when it's still very frightening to step out and I keep saying are you sure Lord are you sure you don't want to send somebody else to do this I'm not sure this is the right place for me but the fun is watching him work and knowing that it's through my weakness that his strength shines through and it really almost becomes fun it's like I can't wait to take another step and see what the Lord's going to show me how he's going to change my life how he's going to change the life of the people around me it it becomes fun but I understand that for a while I'm going to be very uncomfortable eventually just like when we learn to walk or eat there'll be a day when that now feels comfortable and that's a new normal space for us but then we take another step and we're out of that again and that's how growth happens so so
1: true and I mean I'd love for you to share a little bit about some of the expertise that you bring in this area too about being uncomfortable at first because I know that you work in, in with some incredible tools and I think the more we learn and grow the Lord reveals to us how he has created us there are some people who are, are you know stepping forward and, and doing certain things because that those are their giftings and then there are others that may have or well, they definitely have other giftings but it's different different. speak a little bit about that because i think an area that we can often get stuck in is in the comparison and when we do that what we do is we're neglecting the way the lord has knitted us and and made us so speak a little bit about some of the tools that you use because i want to weave in how you can support others in this too so kathy share a little bit about some of those tools and how that can help us
0: Okay, boy, there was so much packed in that question. All right, so a couple of things I'll say. Um, uh, Tools that I use myself. I do personal coaching. I help with trainings and working with teams. But a lot of it really comes down to the mental shifting that needs to happen. So that may look like I use a a secular tool called the DISC assessment through a Christian company, actually, that I really have loved that is helping me to teach people how to talk in the language of the people they serve. And what I mean by that, some people are more people oriented. Some people are more task oriented. Some people move quickly. Others are more relaxed in their pace. And really, everybody falls into those categories. And we're a blend of all of those things. But one of the tools that I use helps us to identify somebody's normal, comfortable place that God made them for. And we can start to talk about how do we meet them there? How do we go to the well? How do we meet them in their place and make them feel comfortable? And it's not to manipulate. It's to say, you're really important to me. I'm going to get out of my own way and I want to come and understand you. I really want to understand you. So where that becomes powerful is in things like in a business setting If I'm going to go meet with a new client, as an example, I want to know, is family important to them or is getting the goal accomplished important to them? Um, You know, do they want something done very quickly or do they want time to think about it? If I come in there and give someone who wants time to think, here's the three main bullets, here's the contract, please sign it, we've got 10 minutes, I have not spoken in their language And I've already put them, I jokingly say that we have this little crack in the door with the chain on. And in order to have a bigger conversation where they actually take the chain off and open the door to us, we have to tell them we care. It matters to me what you think, how you feel, what's important in your life, because I want to help you to be able to do more of that, right? So that's one of the big tools I use. A lot of times in the coaching, we work on gifts, strengths, abilities, goals, legacy, I talk with all of my clients, and and I also believe very much that personal and professional are not separate. Mm. I know there's a lot of conversation out there that they're two different worlds. I don't believe that. I right. think everything that we take from our personal life goes into our professional and vice versa, because we're still the same person. Yes. So and we know that, right? If something's not going well at work, it comes home. If something's not going well at home, it goes to work. So sometimes we're working on the bigger picture. hmm. And just talking about what is it that really is important to you. Are you sure you're in the right place? Sometimes I've helped people start new businesses. Sometimes I've helped them stay in the same career, but have better conversations with a boss. Sometimes I've helped them to realize this isn't your gift set. So I might want to be an Olympic swimmer. But I'm never going to be an Olympic swimmer. And that's just the truth of it. God did not make me that way. And I could spend the next 10 years swimming for all I'm worth. I will not get a gold medal at the Olympics. And so that can be really frustrating if we've if we've either been put in a position where somebody told us that's where we should go, mm-hmm. or there's an expectation put on us that this is the kind of person you should be. That can really hurt us from being the shining person we were created to be. And so I do like to spend a lot of time with people on that part of it as well. Sometimes we um, do energy exercises where we're talking about prayer and spending time in the day. And how can I help you recharge so that it's not just the vacation once a year for a week? We need recharge every day. Mm, How do we do that? And especially with COVID, that's been a huge issue, you know, so because I cannot serve others. Well, I always use the analogy of a car without gas, if I'm not putting gas in my own car tank, I can't get out of my driveway. So I don't know if that kind of answers that yeah, question. Thank for you for sharing
1: that because so often in that personal growth, there are learnings and I know that that has been a significant learning in my in my life. And in actual fact, when I uh, was, a, and I've shared this story before, when I was a teenager, I fell off my horse. Now I'm, I'm adopted. And I know that my my biological parents were teachers. I was adopted into a family of Pretty much everyone was teachers, from brothers, sisters. My mother was a teacher. My dad was an engineer. Um, However, you know, uh, when I fell off the horse, uh, a, a goal that I had set to become a teacher was shattered because I'd got concussed, I wasn't able to go to uni and so forth. But then I realised, you know, long story short, going through and becoming a career coach, doing a learning all of the assessments and knowing who I was and how I was created and that's learning about yourself. Self-awareness, I think, is one of the greatest gifts. I realised that, you know what, I'm actually doing the role that I was intended to because had I gone into a school, I would have been burnt out in the first place. Put all those chattering children, I'm an introvert, you know, an extroverted introvert. And it's interesting that through that journey, there are a lot of labels that the Lord strips off us. No, that is not you. That's not how I created you. But if we continue to pop those labels back on and, you know, surround ourselves and put ourselves in the wrong environments, then it's going to be very difficult for us to to continue to grow and step in to who we were created to be, which um, which I love. Let's talk a little bit about true leadership requires intentional, deep love and connection with those we serve. I know that you've already shared uh, information into that, but let's finish off with some key insights in this area too, Kathy.
0: You know, I think a couple of things I want to share with this. One of them is something you just said really struck me, Anne Marie, and that was talking about how we get these labels and sometimes we're stuck there. I don't always know what I'm gifted for. That's just the truth. I didn't make me, right? We're all a masterpiece, but we didn't weave us together. And I will say that in my own life, sometimes the Lord has taken me into things kicking and screaming because I thought, no, this is not my niche. I'm, I'm wrong direction, Lord. And I've discovered when I got there, wow, I love this. And, you know, of course he knew that, but I didn't know that. And so part of it is being okay with recognizing we may not always know all of our gifts. Sometimes the things that comes easiest to us may not be obvious to us. I've I've actually asked some of the people I work with, what do you think are some of my gifts? And I've been surprised by the answers. Things that I just assume everybody does sometimes Mm -hmm. come naturally to me and that's a gift that I don't even realize I have. So I think when you're talking about really loving people, this is something I learned from my mother. I've gone through some pretty major shifts in my life that have had a pretty big impact on me and changed my path. I'm a big lover of Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 that talks about the Lord directs your path when you acknowledge Him. And my mom died about a year and a half ago, a little a little less than that now. And one of the things that really struck me is at her funeral and visitation, we met hundreds and hundreds of people who talked about, her impact in their lives. And she, every one of them mentioned being hugged. It didn't matter if they were wealthy or really poor, that they all had, we had big business owners canceling their business trips to come to mother's funeral. She didn't have a business. She didn't have anything beyond a high school uh, education. And yet she had such a big impact. I knew that, but seeing it play out again and, and watching all the people come through in these just waves of people. I could, couldn't quit thinking about Christ and all of the people coming to him and looking for love. And that it really struck me again about how important it is to be vulnerable, to be open, to be willing to say we don't have all the answers, but we know who does. To really, I can't love fully if I don't have the Lord loving through me. It's just not possible. And so really being able to say, and this is a prayer I say almost every day is, Lord, help me see people through your eyes, which I know I mentioned before. But that changes the perspective from me to him and to them. And it kind of gets me out of the way. I get to be the vessel instead of the one, you know, the one on stage or the one on the podcast. It's more about how can we serve the people that we're trying to reach out to. And I think that's where that deep love comes from. Also, we recognize as Christians what an amazing gift we've been given Mm -hmm. in eternal life. I don't know how you can't love and shine deeply when you recognize that the Lord took all of the hardships out of our lives in the eternal perspective. Mm -hmm. That's such an amazing gift that can I not then turn around and love people that are hard to love sometimes? I mean, he was surrounded by them and he still loved them. Mm -hmm. So that really helps me to pour in. That doesn't mean that we should enable bad behavior. I'm not talking about things like that. But just showing deep, sincere love in our businesses I honestly think even for the people who are listening and say, well, great, Kathy, but what about the results of my business? You know, what if I want to be profitable, which there's nothing wrong with the Lord certainly blesses that it's still you're going to be more profitable, you're going to have better relationships, you're going to be happier when you are actually really pouring into people the way Christ would want you to pour into them, everything will come back. And that's not why I do it. But that's one of the side benefits.
1: Yeah, I love everything that you said about that. And and just one point I want to bring up, just for, for people who are listening and watching and even the, the recording, one of the things that I learned um, a couple of years ago, and this was through someone who was a speaker, David Balestri, I, I want to acknowledge him and what he said, which was so impactful for me. He said, kingdom businesses, kingdom business owners, there's actually three ways that we can impact the business, the, you know, with our business and not just income but also influence and impact All three are just as important. And often what we do as business owners, I mean, obviously there needs to be profit and then does need to be income. Otherwise it's a hobby, but look, some people may want to to have a hobby business and that is okay too. But it really is the influence. Am I influencing on behalf of the kingdom of God? Am I impacting? And as you say, when you step into that, then uh, the Lord can certainly move in, in miraculous ways. Something else that I really wanted touch on too which I think is so important this is around loving people and this is something that has really rung true for me too everything that you said we need to be doing as Christians because we do know I mean we have the Holy Spirit the Spirit of the Lord living in us and if people cannot see that in the way that we are in the way that we step into a room the the atmosphere should change you know, yes. and if I think as Christians, if people can't see that and we're not allowing the Holy Spirit to to move in, in what he does, you know, Jesus went around and, and he said that there will be others that will do greater things than I have. If we're not doing that, if we're not, you know, impacting people in that way and influencing in that way.
0: Oh, I, yes,
1: I love that. I love that's it. That's what I've been saying, you know, and so mm-hmm. for me. Let me, let my voice, let me, even if I'm not in a room, I will be praying. People don't realize it, but I'll be I'll be praying warfare prayers. We need to be doing that on behalf yeah. of everyone, not just as children, the entire world, so that they can come to know who Jesus is too and know how much
0: they are loved. You if know? you think about it, the people that we serve that don't understand our faith or don't yet have our faith, they're searching for answers. They're hurt they're alone. I honestly don't know how they get through some of the things. The only thing that's gotten me through some of the hardest parts of my life has been my faith. But you know, one of the beautiful parts about that, Marie, that I was just thinking about as you were as you were talking about that is what a blessing it is to be there and for the Lord to allow us as the Holy Spirit works through us to watch him work. I, to me, that's one of my favorite parts of my business is watching, for instance, a coaching client go from overwhelmed and not sleeping and highly stressed and, you know, just having all kinds of problems with their team at work. And all of a sudden the light bulbs start to come on and they start to have different relationships and things start improving in how they feel about themselves and the choices. They're making, and I just those moments. I just want to glorify God and just say, This is so beautiful to watch. Thank you for letting me even be in the room to watch this, yeah. you know, and be a part of the transformation. It's just that's such a gratifying, beautiful part, and that's part of the legacy, I think. Right? A lot of times, I think, as we live as Christians. While I definitely am intentional about it, there are also many times when we impact people without even realizing we do it. Mm -hmm. And some of the most surprising comments that I've ever received have been when I did something without even thinking about it, just because of being a Christian person. And they've noticed because it's not the normal. It's not how they would have expected it to be or the the words I've chosen have been different. And that, wow, I mean, it's just such an amazing journey to be on and to watch the Lord work in our lives when when we're following him and letting him lead us where he wants us to go. Yeah, absolutely. And and, and I know
1: that we've heard this before, but I will say it again because I think every time is a time that is now, but now even more so with increased anxiety, with increased worry, concern around the world, we can step into that room and and bring a hope, bring a peace, bring a calm that people just would not understand because... Where that's what we get to experience
0: every day and can experience every day you know um, i love it i love it and you know i think even if you're an entrepreneur that has a team of people for instance in your workplace especially if you're in a position of influence but even if you're a worker in a workplace and you don't have the leadership role you still can have a huge impact on, like you said, calming people, helping them to look at the right perspectives, helping them to see the opportunity in the hardships. We know that the Lord put rainbows after storms. I have been through some really hard storms in my life that have knocked me to my knees. But I've seen the beautiful fruits of that. And I wouldn't say I love them, but I am definitely learning to appreciate, here comes another rainbow what can I learn from this? And when you can start to help people to see things differently and to see things from a perspective that's a God perspective, what a, what an awesome gift that is to the people. With and parts, I guess that I would really like to share with people, this is a hard time we're in right now for businesses. Many businesses have had huge losses in numbers of employees or in the the way they did business has completely changed or, you know, they're unable to do things in person that they wanted to do. My own business was heavily affected. I was doing live keynotes and live trainings. And then everything fell apart because of COVID. You know, everything got delayed and we had no idea how long many businesses went through very similar circumstances with employee numbers. And all of this is part of God's plan. And the question is, what can we learn? What can we do right now with where God has placed us? You think about, you know, people like Daniel was not in an ideal place. If you look at Jesus' life, he was not in an ideal place. They were crucifying people before Jesus. So, you know, and you've got Daniel in a a kingdom that's pagan. And and if you look, those are the moments when Christ shines the brightest. Mm -hmm. When things are going well, when things are comfortable, when our businesses are operating smoothly, I think it's easy to forget who's in control. And I think it's easy to lose sight of how important shining is. And maybe we don't shine as brightly then. But in times like this, when we have struggles, We can give businesses hope. We can give our employees hope. We can give our clients hope and help them to see a beautiful, shining opportunity that maybe in the midst of all this sorrow and frustration and irritation, which I certainly have felt, um, we can help them to see things differently. Yeah, so,
1: so true. You know, as you were saying that, one of the things that um, came up, and I know this to be true for myself too, if I look back over my life and and some of those trials, some of those real hardships that you talk about, those heartaches, those moments that just have you fall to your knees, when we lean on the Lord for his strength, and I think there's, there's often healing that needs to come through that, and healing through the Holy Spirit we know is real healing. We do not have to need to go back. There may be things that we need to remind ourselves often. Yes, absolutely. Why I share that is that I think that when we allow the Lord to heal us in such a way that it can become a strength, it no longer is um, a block and a barrier for us, that is when we can then go and shine and be that hope and possibility for others That to say to them, there is healing in this if you want that. I've had that healing. So we, we almost bring, be that voice and that message for others because we've gone through that ourselves. But we have to get that true healing for yes. before we can be, you know, that light for others. Would you say that that's true in your life as
0: well? Yes, I definitely would. You know, one example I'll share, and I have many. I could spend the whole podcast just on the the lessons the Lord has taken me through. But one of the recent one ones was I did a, a, actually a keynote presentation for about 400 women on live your legacy, and I had invited my mother and my daughter to attend that day, and my husband bless his heart came among all those women. Um, but I asked them to come because I wanted to recognize my mother and my daughter as two people in their in my life who have really made Impact on me for different reasons. So, my mother came. She was there for the event and had, we had a wonderful day. I gave her lots of hugs. The next day, she died. No health issues, no medicines, nothing. And mom was central to my life very much. She was my cheerleader, my biggest fan girl. And it just, just such a, a breath of support for me that I, I couldn't it knocked me to my to my knees for sure and I think one of the beautiful things that's come out of that now that's been since January of 2020 is that it helped me again to really recognize how going through things like that puts us back to the Lord helps us to get recentered helps me to think about my mother and father are both Christian. And so thinking about what they taught me and what my, one of the things my mother taught me that has stuck with me many years is whenever she was sad, she would say pouring into someone else always makes me feel better. And that was a powerful lesson. And so there was a time period that I went through that was very dark and hard, probably, probably of all the things. And I've had some health issues and other things, but this was probably the hardest for me. The lessons that the Lord taught me and the reminder of what it feels like to be at that point where everything is stripped away and you just feel like you're at the bottom, looking up, wondering how you're going to get out, wondering what you're going to do next. That was such a gift for me because I needed to remember I needed to be raw. I needed to feel that again so that I can serve people when they're in those situations, because there are job losses, there's divorce, there's loss of a child, there's, you know, there's so a company dissolves. I mean, there's so many things that can happen. Sometimes we can get isolated. And I needed another reminder of what it feels like to be there. And then how do we get through it? And now because I've lived that, and the Lord has helped me with those steps, I'm able to use that with my clients to say, I've, I know what that feels like. Let's talk about how you can get out of it. Let's talk about how the Lord's going to lead you through this and what you're going to learn on the other side of it. So the, I, I did my first podcast uh, talk actually about losing my mother. And so that was a really powerful change in my life just because I had something to share that I thought could really be of help to other people. And,
1: and as you we were saying, I had you not lent in and gotten that healing and gotten the comfort that we know, you know, that that comes to us through the, through the Holy Spirit. You may not have been here talking about that today.
0: You may not have been able to share those insights on that other podcast. Yes, I agree with that completely. I think everything the Lord does leads us. And that coupled with another event in my life again, kept me, you know, asking myself, am I using my gifts to my utmost level? Am I holding things back because I'm afraid? Am I stepping into what the Lord is putting out there for me and saying, okay, Lord, I used to joke that I would get to the edge of the cliff and be hanging by one fingernail. And I finally realized that's not the right image. The uh-huh. right image is the fingernail needs to come off and I need to free fall right into the Lord's hands and say, he's got this. Yeah, yeah. He's got me. yeah.
1: So you know what's interesting, you know, often what, what we we can do, that, I mean we've got choices, haven't we? Right there in the moment, we can be asking, you know, why, why me? Why is this situation? I mean, you only have to think of Job, uh, poor old Job. <laughs> but you know, it's like, well, all right, Lord, let's get through the healing. And and as Paul said when he was in prison, he said, I'm gonna praise the Lord, thank the Lord, thank, pray for, you know, and be thankful. And so, all right, Lord, let's get some healing through, we'll get through this, the other so that not why but rather how can I share a message and learning and, and bring this, um, you know, hope and possibility for others too. So Because I, I think every moment, and we know that, the Lord uses every situation, um, you know, for, for, to, to, for good and to his glory if we are willing to partner with
0: him that way yes and what opportunities are out there you know in the midst of this hard time of life that we're all in and we know scripturally life is going to get harder toward the end so really just celebrating everything the lord brings and knowing if we rest in him this is all going to be for the glory of god and the benefit of the people we serve i don't know how i don't see the big plan my husband and i often talk about the upper and lower story I don't always have the, you know, I don't get to be in the room all the time for the upper story. <laughs> I'm knocking on the door. I don't know what exactly, I but I'm knocking on the door kind of go. But just, just give me a little, you know, I often joke that you should know the Lord has grace that I'm not a charcoal briquette because there are many times when I want to tell the Lord how I think the upper story should go. <laughs> and that's, so right. that, that's beautiful, though. You know, what an opportunity. So for people out there that are listening to this that are struggling right now with something in their business or, you know, they're saying, well, as Christians, this is a really hard time. This is also an amazing time to shine. And the Lord is moving you from where you were to where you need to be. So just be aware, be excited, be open, pray, and be prepared to work hard. The Lord doesn't just hand things to us all the time. Sometimes he wants us to go through the struggle Mm -hmm. so that we appreciate what we learned I don't know that we would appreciate it if he just gave it to us. You know, I think there's a difference between getting a gift given to you and something you have to work at for quite a while and then get, right? You appreciate it so much more. And and so this is a huge opportunity time to really shine. But we have to embrace that and have the mindset that we're going to intentionally look for that. We're going to pray for that. We're going to ask the Lord to lay out the path he wants us on and to close the doors of the ones he doesn't want us on. For sure. You know, as you're saying that, Kathy, I'm reminded of so many of the conversations that I've had
1: on this show where people have said, you know, through the hardship, through the heart aches, uh, when the Lord has seen them through, and he does see them through, and it can be a year, it can be a month, it can be five years. Uh, you know, in some instances in the Bible, it was 40 years. But, you know, let's just take that zero off, shall we? <laughs> but anyway, I know I'm a bit cheeky at times. But one of the things that I hear repeatedly is, I am glad that the Lord did not give me this when I prayed for it over and over again because I would not be the same person i had a gentleman who said I would not be the husband I would not be the friend I would not be the leader of my business that I am today were it not for the years of waiting leaning in the, the, you know, the failures, so to speak, because it's on the back of those that I've really grown. And, and and I think, you know, often we may not see things happening, but there are things happening. The Lord is shaping our character for the season that He's preparing us for. And we can do go, go through that kicking and screaming, or is a lot of us really do? I'm I'm like you. Now come on, Lord, let's just let's just do this right now. And it's, you know, pray for patience. You know, there's going to be a lot of waiting and crushing. And, you know, get, you make beautiful wine out of uh, grapes, you know that there's going to be some crushing there. But boy, when you get to the other end, you realize how important it is and then the Lord says right now it's time now you can step forward and uh, be the light uh, in the world and the, the salt and the light that I intended you to be yeah I love that love <laughs> it. people
0: how they can get in contact with you how they can find out more about
1: how you can support them
0: Sure. So you can reach me at lioncrestleadership.com. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I will tell people Instagram. I'm still learning. I am a grandma, so I'm working on it. Um, But they can also reach me just at Kathy at lioncrestleadership.com. If they want to send me an email, I'm happy to meet with people to do what I call discovery calls that are a no cost opportunity for them to spend a half hour with me to talk about where they are, where they want to be what their struggle is to see if, and I will honestly tell them whether I can help them or not, um, because I'm not doing them a service if I'm if I'm telling them I can and I cannot help them in a certain area. So if you want to be an Olympic swimmer, I'm not the person to call. <laughs> but I, I love to have those conversations because that helps me to understand where they are. What's the struggle? What's the sticking point? What's the part in your business or in your personal thought processes that's holding you back? And then we can talk about what those next steps look like. So that's a great way to reach me.
1: Fantastic. One of the things that I do with all of my guests, Kathy, is just to finish the show with a word of prayer. May I do that today? I would love that. Thank you. Fantastic. Father God, thank you for the opportunity that we could speak with Kathy today and to go through some insights and things that are just so important, uh, not only if we're in business and in life in general, and that is as your children. Uh, if we really want to be a salt and light in the world, as we really know that we we need to be, it's what Jesus um, commanded, make disciples out of others, be the light, be the hope in the world and we know that we have your spirit, Lord, working in us, we need to lean into you first. We need to seek time with you first. We need to seek you first. So Father God, we pray that uh, the insights that we shared, we go out into the ears, into the eyes of people who really need to hear that, to know that there is hope in what may seem hopeless. There is always hope, Lord, we know, and that's in and through you. Father, when we go to you and when we kneel down and say, Lord, we stuffed up again. We try to do it our way. There is always forgiveness. There is no shame because of the forgiveness through what Jesus did on the cross. There is no blame. There is no worry. There is no anxiety that we bring upon ourselves, Lord, because you have paid for all of that. So, Father, we just pray for those people who are struggling. Will you give them the Bible verses that you know is going to be affirmations that they can speak over their lives to make a difference? Father, we also just pray uh, for the work that Kathy is doing. We continue to bless the work. We continue to bless the clients that she's working with, Father, that they too can see remarkable uh, differences and growth in their business in the area of influence and impact. And of course, income too, Father. We know that there are just things that... Um, if we don't believe for, if we don't expect for, they will not come to pass. So help us to think bigger, to uh, to step out uh, in in other areas as you clear our pathway as we continue to do that. And I just uphold her, her family, and uh, the people that she is um, networking with. That you too will will continue to bless all that they are doing. Father, we just want to ask this in the precious name of Jesus, who we absolutely love and adore. We thank you, Lord this time in jesus name amen amen thank you so much kathy it's been such a blessing um having you on today's show it's fun i think isn't it when we you know that the lord is fun when i say that i say that with utmost respect but we realize as i said when we partner with him when we really learn to surrender and it took me years to become comfortable with that word surrender because as ambitious you know driven people that's uh, difficult but when we do that in the Lord, it it really we can see just incredible things, and making such a difference in the lives of others, and uh, and and as we now know, this is what you say, it's leaving the legacy in everything that we do each and every day.
0: Yes, thank you, thank you for having me on, and thank me, thank you for the work you're doing, Anne Marie. This is a wonderful opportunity for people to hear from Christian leaders, and I really applaud you that you're using your gift for that.
1: Oh, you're welcome. Well, thanks once again. And please reach out to Kathy. Um, it's been a delight, and I'm sure she can help you in your business and life too, as she said. Life and, and professional, they intertwine. And um, anyway, thanks once again, Kathy.
0: This podcast is brought to you by the
1: influencealliance.com. Want to influence real change with your message by becoming known as a trusted authority in your industry while building a sustainable and scalable business you love? Find out how by accessing our free podcast series at www.theinfluencealliance.com forward slash podcast series. That's theinfluencealliance.com forward slash podcast series. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c sweetradio.com.